Hello, and welcome to This One Good Life podcast, where we slow down and explore the beauty and goodness that surrounds us every day. My name is Stephen Ingram. Yes, it is. (laughs) 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 And I am Brian Johnson. We're so glad you're able to join us today. On today's episode, we are going to slow down and explore the the idea, the practice of counting, of measuring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things that stands out to us, as you and I had talked previously, Stephen, is um, counting, measuring. Um, We do that with things that are important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we do that with things that have value to us. Um, and I would argue, maybe we'll, we'll see as we go through today that, um, that even if we're not intentional about like tracking things that we count, um, right. that I think people are still counting. I think we're still measuring. Um, it may be kind of in the background, but, but I want to talk about that today and, uh, maybe, maybe we move it to a more intentional place for folks. Yeah. I, I think you're spot on. We all are counting. We all are counting. The, the, the real question is, uh, are we counting consciously or is it just subconsciously? Because mm. we're always counting subconsciously. Um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll actually hit some really kind of interesting points that, that folks uh, gave us this week in the, um, uh, on social media. Uh, but we are always counting. The question, I, the, I think the two questions I'd like to explore uh, definitely at some point in the episode. Uh, one... Are, are we counting the things that really matter? And two, uh, what are the things that we're subconsciously counting uh, that we might want to stop counting? So uh, intentionality and um, what what things are we letting shape our lives that we might not want to be? Yeah, what a fantastic point, Stephen, because um, on last week's episode, as we talked about anger, I think I even made mention of uh, kind of jokingly of having a scroll yeah. of reasons to be angry or a list of things <laughs> to be mad at somebody about. Um, yeah, yeah, even that, mm-hmm. uh, unintentionally, we're counting, we're keeping a list, we're keeping, uh, you know, we're checking it twice, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, keeping track of the ways that we've been wronged. Um, yeah. I don't have that. I mean, scroll is ridiculous. I don't have it documented anywhere. Um, right. But I could probably tell you the ways I've been wrong this week. Yep. Yeah, I mean, again, it, so much of it, it's about intentionality. It's about being aware of, of what we're letting affect our lives. And, uh, you know, I, I've been thinking about it uh, a lot over the past two weeks. I, I, you know, uh, we talked about, was it a week? It was two weeks ago, I guess, when I was going to get my, um, I was going to my first doctor's appointment, right? Uh, first doctor's appointment. Since you graduated high school, right? Yeah, 20 since, years? 20 yeah, years since I graduated high school. That's exactly right. <laughs> and uh, I'm not proud of that, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I think about my weight. I want to be at a good weight, but I really wasn't thinking about other things in my life uh, quite as much. And, you know, one of the things the doctor's appointment uh, pointed out to me was that um, my, my blood pressure is high. Uh, it's, it's high. And, and, uh, I talked the doctor into letting me, uh, work on it for three months and see if I can, you know, get some things into place, uh, and, uh, lose some weight and, and maybe change some, some eating habits. Uh, but boy, I got really, uh, I got really concerned with counting all of a sudden, um, mm. not just counting calories, but, but, uh, really keeping track of, and, and mm-hmm. measurements, another word of saying this, right? Measuring how I'm letting external circumstances stress me out. 
I became much more aware uh, that, you know, I'm sitting there and I tell my, I tell my, uh, one of my kids to do something and I tell them five times and they're still kind of like doing whatever they want to do. And I looked at them and I said, guys, I feel my blood pressure rising right now. I need you to go and do what I asked you to do. Please don't make me ask you again. And, uh, uh, but, but again, I'm, I'm aware of it in a way that I haven't been before. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I, it's, it's an important first step, right? It's like awareness of, um, of what we should be counting. Um, and I'd like to say this to folks. I've said a couple of times, I don't, I don't know if I've said on this podcast or not, but like count, counting something is better than counting nothing. Yeah. So if you, if, even if you count the wrong thing, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. That it's the practice. So like yeah. in, in the middle of that counting, something is, is always better than, than not counting anything at all. Yeah. Um, because it helps us kind of get on track with what we need to be paying attention to what's important to us. Um, mm-hmm. what should be measured it helps us kind of set the standard for for an impact or, or a new result yeah. um, that we want to see. Um, so it's wildly, I mean, it's just wildly important to have a starting place. And I think that's the place where, like, you know, it, we can talk about a number of things. Uh, I measure everything. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Like, um, we kind of, you know, talk about a number of things. But w- whatever it is, um, you know, as simple as, like, well, I'll count how many times I had fruit today mm-hmm. and how many times I had chocolate today. Do you really? But, it's it's that? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm probably that extreme, but... Well, I was going to um, say that myopic. Like, you, you think about it in that kind of way. That's that's. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I think it's that simple. Mm. I think we can get really complex and detailed into it, too. Right. Um, and I do. I, um, but I think it's that simple to, like, just start counting something. Yeah. Um, if it's diet count something. Yeah. If it's exercise, count something. Yeah. Um, I exercised two times this week. Great. Yeah. Who cares about the impact of that? Let's just start counting something. Is that, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. And it's super duper hard for me to do my, um, my natural inclination. I think I feel, um, usually when I am counting something, I'm counting it because I want to do it more. Uh, or I want to do it less, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not just counting to count. I'm counting because I want to see a change. Uh-huh. Um, and so when I'm counting how many times a week I work out, my brain goes to, well, Stephen, that may be how many times you worked out, but here's the real number of how many times you didn't work out. Or, <laughs> or I might count how many days a week I ate the way I wanted to, but my brain automatically goes, yeah, you ate, you ate well for four days, but you really sucked it up for three. And so for me, counting, I have this cup half empty view when I count. Uh, It's a really, really difficult practice for me. Uh, And then I start to feel bad about myself. And it's just like when we're in youth group, you know, you'd you'd get like a devotional, like a daily devotional. And you'd, you know, you read the first like six days of you're like, oh yeah, I'm doing really well. And then two weeks later, you're like, oh crap, I haven't read it in two weeks, you know? And then you feel bad about it. And then you're like, well, I'm not going to do it anymore. And you just, and you kind of just, it just kind of fades away. That's how my brain works. It sounds like your brain works a little differently though. Yeah, maybe. It's a struggle. It's a struggle for me. My brain working differently than other people is not, (laughs) this is, (laughs) this is absolutely true in so many ways. Um, Yeah. So on the, on the flip side for me, if I don't count, 
yeah. then seven days could go by and I don't exercise. Oh, yeah. So right? it, so like, so it helps you. Yeah, it's and yeah, it helps me. It keeps me on track. I also think to main whatever the maintenance is, and if we want to talk about diet, I mean, we can get into some real like nitty gritty details. I'm right. not a dietitian. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor, um, but I've learned some things, right? Um, and I've and you're in good what, shape. You're in good what shape. Works for me. Yeah. Well, I try. Um, but we can get into like the nitty gritty. But I, I, it's the opposite, not the opposite. I think if we want to even maintain where we are in life, mm. then we need to count. Um, because yeah. if we don't, we we can we can slip back. We can go yeah. forward. You you just never know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, philosophically, I agree with you 100%. Um, practice is hard. Practice is where it's hard, or for me at least. Some people, it, it it really helps them. What I think I need is I think I need someone to count for me. And I know that sounds infantile, but another way of saying that is I need accountability in my counting. Yeah. Um, there There's a practice. If, if I know someone is, well, like this podcast, for instance. Um, when I was doing my own podcast that was just me by myself, uh, I, w- I, d- I did pretty good, and then I'd skip a few weeks, right? Uh, I would I would go a few weeks without doing it, uh, and then I'd do another one. Then I'd you know, and it was really it it wasn't the rhythm that I wanted to do, uh, but I didn't have anyone that kept me accountable. Uh, the fact that you and I do this podcast together, it it makes me so much more proactive in it because I know someone else is depending on me. Um, and I know that not just a listening audience, but I know that someone else is, is, is depending on me to, to, to do some things, to, to think about it, to, to create some documents to do. And, and I'm so much better on it. So, uh, for me, uh, counting is a lot easier if I have accountability, which I'm sure there's some <laughs> kind of connection there, right? <laughs> I'm thinking you just about, made it. I'm thinking about, I mean, I've just <laughs> talked about the, the blood pressure, uh, thing. I, I really am thinking about like, putting my whole thing about blood pressure on Facebook and saying, Hey people, do I want it. you to know this. So you'll keep me accountable. Yeah. 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 I would say do it. You have, I mean, you wear an Apple watch. I don't know what series it is, but gen um, one, baby, gen one, the original one, so early adopter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do as much as, as some of the later versions, but it still does some tracking, right? I wear a uh, Garmin, um, I'm much more intrigued by the new Apple Watch, the Series 4, than I've ever been. But I wear a Garmin. Um, you know, so all of it's being tracked, right? Like your data's being tracked. You could share that every Thursday with your wife. Yeah, I mean, sharing data, um, having people check in on you, it's 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 super, super helpful, I think, for, for someone like me. Um, I, you know, I've been, <clears throat> this week has been a, another kind of reflective measurement week for me. You know, last, last, couple weeks has been about my health and um it's been about my health and and checking in on uh uh, my blood pressure and things like that this week uh tonight uh i am going to the first of two nights of my 20-year class reunion and uh you know it 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 makes i did this in my 10-year class reunion it makes me think about who am i like who am i now Mm. When, when i go uh, when I go to that reunion, when I go and see those people, who are they going to see and, and who are they going to remember? Um, which when you ask that question of who am I now, it also begs the question of what do I care about? Um, it was funny at my 10 year reunion, I was voted most changed. And 
I, I, I had the microphone and I said, I, I'm not really sure how to take that. Um, but I will take it with grace and goodness. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> most changed, right? And it's funny because one of my best friends from high school, a guy named Andy, he was voted uh, uh, the the most, not the most of the same, but, you know, he, it, what, what, what would that be called? I guess the, the least changed. I guess that's the way to say it. I don't know. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, I didn't know how to take that, but I'm, I'm just taking it well. But, but again, it kind of begs the question of me, what do I care about? Um, because those are the things that we should measure, right? Those are the things that we should focus on and, and build our life around, uh, are the things that, that we, uh, that we really care about. Yeah, that's absolutely right. For me, um, gosh, probably 10 years ago. Um, high, high cholesterol, high blood pressure runs in our family. Mm. Um, it just is, uh, through my dad's side, just always been a part of it. My dad was on all kinds of meds. My sister was on all kinds of meds. Um, and it was the moment that the doctor said, Bryant, um, we either have to make a a real change in diet Mm. or, um, we can put you on meds and control stuff that way. Yeah. I was like, all right, tell me what to read, man. Because last thing I want to do um, is have to take something every day. Part of it is because I'm going to forget and just know it. He, you know, give me a pill box. I, I probably will forget it's Tuesday or three <laughs> days will go by before I, you know, remember to even look at it or whatever. Yep. Um, so that's what, what caused me really to start counting, especially as it comes to diet, um, mm-hmm. and what we're consuming. Um, you know, count sugars and carbs and protein, um, and, for that, those three things tend to be a, enough. Um, yeah. Keeping those in the right balance tend to be enough because I want to be healthy without having to supplement in other ways, right? So yeah. it, exactly what you're saying, that's why I count there. Yeah. Um, when it comes to exercise, I know. <laughs> mm. I know when I've exercised three or four times a week, mm. I am a better, happier, more joy-filled person than if I don't exercise or I only go once. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It just is that crucial um, to my life. Yeah. Uh, it's not because I, th- I mean, yeah, exercise is healthy. Yes, it's good. Yes, it keeps us alive longer. Yes, uh, it can solve all kinds of challenges in our lives. But, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm also happier. Yeah. Yeah. As a result, you know. <laughs> well, so I was watching. Uh, uh, there, there's a podcast, and it, it'll be in the recommendation section later. Uh, it's by a guy named uh, Clay Christ- Christensen. He's a um, uh, he's a professor uh, at the Harvard School of Business. He did a TED talk in. It wasn't a podcast. It was a TED talk uh, in at Boston TEDx back in I think 2016 or 2012, somewhere in there, and. Um, so he's a he's a professor at the Harvard School of Business. So he's you know he's super smart. He's uh, I think he's an economist, uh, and so he understands numbers. He underst- and so he starts talking about how, the reason why businesses fail, uh, like major companies fail, and it's a he's really dry. Like it's it's not a like super engaging talk, um, but he's talking about that, and um, he, he he said the reason why businesses fail. And he was talking about telecom companies. Uh, and he said the reason why these these two really big telecom companies failed that were huge in the 80s and early 90s was because they were only measuring the things that made immediate impact. 
they were only real they were only focusing on the things that were bringing the, basically uh, giving them good numbers the next quarter instead of thinking what is going to sustain me 10 years from now mm. Uh, and he started to talk about that, and it really, it really started to just drive some things home in my head about, uh, and it, and it kind of goes back to what what you said, Brian. It's easier to work out if you get that dopamine rush, if you get that that great feeling, uh, if you feel better, if you have better energy, and you can recognize that and say, "Hey, I feel great when I work out. I feel crappy when I don't." It's an instant gratification that's positive. You know, a lot of times we talk about instant gratification in a negative way. Mm, so, yeah. uh, but sometimes instant gratification can encourage us to continue to do the the good thing, uh, and and workouts are that for you. Um, my, I think a lot of times my problem, maybe our problem, just period, is uh, unless we have a real consequence like what you were talking about with your health, or an instant gratification, we don't think 10 years down the road. We're not projecting what's going to sustain us in 10 years. We're just looking at quote unquote, the numbers for this next quarter. Uh, and, and, and I, th- I, I think that, and he goes on to talk about it. He, re- he wrote a book um, I'll put in there as well. Uh, but where he talks about that with our family, how we invest so heavily in work um, and our jobs, but we don't invest in our families the same way. Uh, and he's talking about his friends from Harvard business school. He said our, at our, he was talking about a reunion. He said at our, first couple of reunions, everybody came back, they were happy, they were successful, they had uh, spouses, they had kids. He said then 10 years later, they came back and they were in, they were even more successful, uh, but they were divorced and their kids lived on the other side of the country and hated them. He said they were measuring the short-term things instead of the long-term things. Mm. Um, and, and for me, if I, can, if I can get my head wrapped around that, I know I will do better. You know, for, for some folks, it takes... Um it takes a significant moment or experience yeah. or uh, nudging for it to matter. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it, I don't know that that's right or wrong and, and certainly it's not the case for everybody. Um, but sometimes it takes a significant moment. Like um, for me to really pay attention to diet, it took somebody saying, okay, you might have to be on meds the rest of your life. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I watched what we ate. Uh, I watched what I ate. Before that, I watched yeah. every every bite, right? Like, <laughs> that's right. Every bite. <laughs> um, but to really make a difference, it took a significant moment for yeah. me um, in that um, to have a lifelong impact. And the, the impact was going to be 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah. Um, and it was going to be something different. Um, it was going to be immediately felt. Yeah. Um, because if I, if I couldn't uh, change things within three months, right? Yeah. Um, meds would start and that would be a lifelong journey. And I don't know, again, I think that's unfortunate and not everybody falls to that place. Um, but sometimes it does. It takes a significant experience um, to change um, change our plan or change our uh, daily routines to get those different results that we really want and are striving for. Retirement's another place, right? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, retirement. Yeah, that's exactly right. right. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll save some money later. I'll save some money later. And then and then we're in our 40s and our 50s and um, going, oh, gosh, yeah. we got to start tucking away. Yeah. Um, where, you know, in our 20s, if we'd only started, uh, things, might, things might be different. <laughs> yeah, a little bit at a time. It, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. 
there's a there's a book that I recommended a a few weeks ago. A book's called Designing Your Life. Uh, is it was written by uh, two professors at at Stanford. It's I think I talked about it as being the most uh, sought after and registered for class at Stanford is by Bill Burnett and Dave Ed- Dave Evans. Uh, and I'd started, I recommended the book uh, before I had uh, fully got into it because my wife had read it and she was like, this is great. Um, and since then I've read it and have been into it and been working it and it is so good. So I'm, I'm totally recommending it again. This isn't recommendation section, but I'm totally recommending it again. But uh, I want to recommend it with a little more context. Uh, one of the first things you do is you kind of work through the book and it's a book you work through. Uh, is you there? There's this dashboard, and it has gauges on it, and you have to measure. You go through some reflective exercises where you have to measure your um, fulfillment or your joy uh, in four areas of your life, and you do it on an actual gauge. Uh, and the four areas are health, work, play, and love. Um, and, and so it forces you, the book forces you to say, is my tank empty in the, on, on the gauge of health or is it full? Is it empty on work, play, love, or is it full? Uh, and, and it gives you a sense of kind of where you are. Because uh, a lot of times we can look at our lives and uh, we look at the whole of the life and go, man, life sucks. Or man, life's awesome. And it's and it's the and it's the sum of the parts, instead of breaking it down and look at the individual parts. Um, there's been times in my life where I can say, "Man, life is awesome right now," but I may have been grossly ignoring uh, my health. Right? Life felt mm. great at that moment. I mean, I was having fun with my family. I was enjoying work. I was, um, I was, I was doing things I had, I had fun with. I was playing well. All, but I was grossly ignoring my health, which meant, truthfully, my life was not awesome, right? Um, and so what this what this book does, what this dashboard does, is it forces you to look at these four major components of your life, engage them, and and not say whether your life is great or awesome. Is where are these four major components? Because if you're not pretty high in the full meter on these four components, and all four of them, then then the truth of the matter is, is your life probably isn't where it needs to be. Um, mm. and, and, and then it lets you say, okay, now, now that I've isolated where my tank is lower, how can I, how can I focus on that and bring it up to, bring it up to par, bring it up to speed? Makes actually makes so much sense. Um, I mean, you think about cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and that's one tank and not four tanks, but, yeah. um, yeah, 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 yeah. When the tank is empty, we fill it up. To, to carry on or maybe go on, go on about our journey. Yeah. Um, and you're, yeah, yeah. It, when we think about our life as one whole unit, mm-hmm. um, we unfairly, I think we unfairly judge ourselves and then uh, have more pressure than is necessary. Yeah. Maybe yeah. because one segment is, is not where it should be. Yeah. Um, but we'll allow that to spill over. Um, and granted, life is not compartmentalized. That's right. Um, quite like that, but um, if we can isolate where the where the real challenge is, or where the um, where the gauge is on low, mm-hmm. in, instead of full, then we know how to tackle that. That's right. Yeah. In the book, they talk about um, 
a lot of people will go into life thinking I should already know where I'm going. Uh, but the, but the way you're supposed to reframe that or the way they argue that you should reframe that is you cannot know where you're going until you know where you are. Mm. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and taking that inventory, gauging your life in these areas, uh, is a great way to know where you are. That way you can more intentionally design where you need to go. Um, and that language has been super helpful, um, super helpful for me. So, yeah. It reminds me of my, uh, my very first backpacking trip. Uh, I went with a guy named Jason. It was he and I's first trip ever. We just thought, yeah, we should go backpacking. That'd be awesome. Right. We'll carry our tent. We'll go for four days. Um, and we, you know, a couple, a couple Florida boys driving up to North Carolina and we're going <laughs> to, uh, we're going to put in Fontana dam and hike to Clemens dome and back. Um, which is straight uphill um, the whole mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. Um, to get there. And so, you know, we get through the first day, we realize uh, we have not made it, but like a tenth of the way. <laughs> um, so we should take a new route. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the problem, right? Like, we, just like you're saying, we, we didn't really know where we were on the journey. We had a map, yeah. Yeah. but we weren't experts in kind of reading maps and, yeah. You, did not have all the GPS stuff uh, then. It seems so long ago, but there's no easy way to find ourselves. Um, right. So we just took a new path and uh, ended up in uh, really um, about 20 miles out from where we had parked. We thought we were <laughs> going to do a loop back, but what we did was like a horseshoe. Um, and so <laughs> it was we, a loop. But... <laughs> we, we came out, uh, found a, a fire tower. Mm-hmm. Um, that just so happened to have somebody stationed there. Um, and they called a guy that they knew who came and picked us up and then drove us, drove us back. Right. Like it's so embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> no idea where we were going. No idea where we were. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so crazy. So crazy. Where were we? Sorry. I totally well, sidetracked no, us that, the story. No, but. no, that's a great story because <laughs> the, it, it, it all goes back to that idea that you cannot know where you're going or where you need to go unless you know where you are. Uh, and, and, and you can't know where you are unless you, unless you stop and, and, and have a method or a measurement or a, um, a rubric by which to, uh, calculate that by mm, which to measure yeah, it. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said in the book, they give health, work, play and love. And, and the, the categories are broader than that. They, they kind of work you through how the categories are broader than that. But, but again, you can't do it unless you have some kind of rubric, some kind of category, some, some kind of framework by which you do that. And you sort of mark a place in time and say, okay, here's where I am now, just like you on your trip, right? Here's where we are today. And if we want to be here or if we want to be at this next place in 10 years, here's what we've got to do. If we want to be in this next place for me in three months um, with my next checkup in January, here are the things I've got to do mm. and lay out that course and then follow the bloody course, like just do the thing. Right. Um, and, uh, so measurements, ah, measurements are insanely, uh, important, um, because of that. If you want to, if you want to be intentional about the life you live, you got to measure it. Well, there's so much, this is the trick, right? Like there's so much that can automate the measurements, Mm. That it does not have to take 
um, a huge shift in lifestyle to really do the measuring. Um, That's right. And I'll, I'll make a couple of those things that are recommendations here in a little bit, but but you can automate it. And I know I mentioned um, you wear an Apple Watch, right? Like mm-hmm. right there, there's a tool to automate um, some things that are going on in your life. Um, and there's tools all, all across the board for that. I think it's never been easier to really kind of measure where we are yeah. and pay attention to um, to where we, we want to get or want to be. Um, yeah. So Brian and I work for this company, uh, and a lot of times when we do presentations uh, in this company, we'll use this phrase. Uh, so we'll saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Yeah. And I'm sitting here saying, okay, Ingram, you need to lose 25 pounds. And 25 pounds feels like a freaking elephant right now. Like it feels so overwhelming. But I don't have to lose 25 pounds today. In fact, I don't have to lose 25 pounds tomorrow or the next day <laughs> or the be next day. a little day. unhealthy. You know what, man? If I could do it, man. If I could just lop something off, like, hey, just lop that side of my gut off. That'd be great. Just, <laughs> But you're right. It's not healthy, right? That's not how it works. Um, so I don't have to lose 25 pounds today or tomorrow or the next day. But what, I, but what I've got to do is, is take the small incremental steps that will set me in a trajectory where maybe in a week I'll lose three pounds. That'd be great. That'd be a, that'd be a fantastic week and be really, really happy with that. Um, so some of it I think is not looking at the, you got to look at the goal. You got to look at where you want to go, but you can't keep your eyes focused there. You got to look at the next right step um, to get you to that goal. Well, and you, you just named it. Small changes have big results. Yeah, um, that's right. And, and you can see that in any single person's golf stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Small yeah. changes produce big results. Yep. Um, and it's no different whether it's diet, exercise, w- w- whatever um, it is that we're counting. Yeah. Um, making a small adjustment and all of that stuff can have a huge impact on our on on our life. Yeah. Um, so twenty five pounds. Um, yeah, sounds like a lot, but. In, in three months, I don't think it's, I mean, again, I'm no doctor. It's doable. No, it's doable. Totally doable. Yeah, it's totally, totally doable. doable. Um, but you got to, you got to take the next right step or I have to take the next right step. <laughs> and the left and yeah. the right. <laughs> and the right. Left. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephen, this week we received a lot of great comments and questions um, about this topic, about counting and measuring uh, from our friends on social media. Yeah, absolutely. You know, each week uh, we spend some time in the show uh, sharing your, the listening audience's ideas and questions about this week's topic. Uh, If you would like to hear your ideas or questions on the show, uh, please interact with us on social media, uh, on Facebook at This One Good Life, or you can email us uh, at info uh, at thisonegoodlife.com. And, you know, the the question that we put out uh, to the listening audience was just really simple. What What do you measure? What what do you measure in your life? And, uh, you know, it was fun uh, just to see that we're all really similar uh, in the things that, that we measure, the things that, that seem to kind of uh, either take precedent in our life, uh, intentionally or unintentionally. Um, the, the first comment we got back was from a guy named Drake, and the first thing he puts is Fortnite wins. Now, of course. Now, now for me, that's not something I'm currently measuring, right? <laughs> I'm scared to death to play Fortnite because I'm scared <laughs> I'll really, really like it, and then I'll play it a lot, and so I'm I'm just staying away from that. It's like well, uh, it's like pie. 
I just need to stay away from it. <laughs> just gonna stay away. But it's important to count, right? If you yeah. go into a battle of a uh, hundred people and you're the last man standing, um, you absolutely should count that. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if that, hey man, if that gets you to your goal, that's awesome. But you know, Drake continued on, uh, and he said, uh, the amount of time I'm resting, and the quality uh, of time I'm spending with my family, and I think those are incredibly honorable things, right? To 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 measure. Um, yeah, yeah, and time came up a couple times. Uh, yeah, a couple of responses. Um, Levon says time, sometimes in a positive way, sometimes in a negative way. I need to get to a certain place by you know by this time. Um, and Goss measuring time sometimes gets us in trouble, right? Because yeah. if if I don't leave now, I'm going to be late. Yeah. Um, but distance steps for exercise and, and weight, she also added there. But time comes up a number number of times. People are measuring time. Yeah. Um, and I wonder, Stephen, if that's not like, oh my gosh, uh, dang, I don't have enough time for that. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Are we measuring it from deficit or from? Um uh, are we measuring it, are we measuring our time from a place of deficit or abundance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and, I, and I, I think that's a mindset shift that's really, really important. And I think depending on what day of the week it is, uh, we probably measure it differently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another, another big one that people put uh, was um, uh, two, two big ones were sleep and weight. Uh, I, 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 that appeared more, those two appeared more times than anything else, sleep and weight. And we, we've even been talking about it here on, on the show about weight. Um, it's such an obsession in our culture. Um, and you know, there, there've been some reports out recently. It says you actually shouldn't worry about, unless you're, you know, critically obese or critically underweight. Uh, you know, there's a lot of science that says, uh, that's come out that says that weight shouldn't be the primary measure of health, that there are a lot of other things like blood pressure, like cholesterol, uh, all those all those other pieces as well. But, you know, we've really obsessed as a culture uh, over weight, and very rarely do people talk about measuring weight in a positive way. It's usually, I'm too, I, I, I'm too heavy, I'm too fat, I'm too obese, um, and, and e- even framing it like that, like I just did, is probably unhealthy. Well, and I said earlier, this is one of those things uh, I think we could we could refer to. I said earlier, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, if you don't like measuring something's better than measuring nothing. Yeah, that's right. Um, so measuring weight is one of those things where, like, if you don't measure anything, then measure weight. Right. But right. absolutely. If you exercise and change your diet, you're going to add on more muscle. Muscle mm-hmm. weighs more than fat. You're going to yeah. lose fat at the same time, and your weight is not going to change. Yeah. Um, and so measuring it and hoping that you're going to decrease by doing those things is it's a it's not a um, it's not a wrong thing to pay attention to. It's right. just a poor measure of the progress you're making um, because yeah. of that. And there's yeah, a number it's of things so frustrating. Like that. Um, well, it's so frustrating, right? Because you 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 most people start working out because they want to lose weight. Most people start eating better because they want to lose weight. And if you're and if you're working out to lose weight. And you and initially you'll lose a couple of pounds and you'll be like all right and then all of a sudden you you either gain the weight back or you plateau and and again it's it goes back to that principle of am I investing in the next quarter or am I investing in this company ten years from now that's right um, and and so it's keeping that long view that's so 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 important well, and with um, and again with weight you'll build muscle faster than you'll lose um, fat. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, right. it's just really deceiving. Um, 
you know, Carl, uh, kind of our last comment, a number of folks said sleep steps, you know, uh, time, that sort of thing. But then Carl says, I'm a, I'm a framer. Yep. So I measure for a living. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I, I bet some of us, um, Brian, you might be including this. Some of us probably feel like we measure for a living anyways, yeah. right? If you're always evaluating, always thinking about your life and what you do, uh, you might resonate with that that statement. Um, Carl is actually my wife's framer. My wife's an artist, and uh, Carl does uh, has forever has done uh, most of her framing, and uh, so Carl's a, a great great guy. But yeah, he has to measure. Uh, and, uh, I imagine a lot of us do. <laughs> a lot of us do the same. Well, listen. Thanks. Uh, thanks for all those incredible comments and questions on social media. You, you know, we love uh, we love engaging with you all uh, this past week, and we love to hear from you uh, this upcoming week as well. Yeah, next week on the podcast, we're going to talk about um, consciousness versus unconsciousness, um, and and maybe not even just the versus uh, side of that, but but how those mm-hmm. things work together, um, how we go through our life, both aware and unaware at times. Um, and certainly we'd love to hear from you all on social media, um, especially on Facebook at This One Good Life, or feel free to email us too um, at info at thisonegoodlife.com. Absolutely. And finally this week, we will dive into some of mine and Brian's recommendations for you all. Yeah, this is a time uh, where we share some good stuff that we've discovered in our lives and uh, things that we think will uh, add beauty and goodness to yours as well. Um, this week, we both have a series of uh, recommendations, things uh, that we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> suggest. Um, so take what works, leave what's uh, leave what's not for you, and uh, yep. and then send us your recommendations too. One of mine is actually gonna be a request. So um, fantastic, Stephen. You want to jump in? <laughs> yeah. Well, so one of mine is a is a recycling of of an old recommendation. I mentioned it earlier. It's it's the book Designing Your Life. Uh, by, by those two uh, Stanford uh, professors, Bill Burnett and Dave Evans. I uh, also want to really recommend with that the workbook that goes with it. It's like $8 more. Totally order it from Amazon. It helps work you through the process. Really, really good. I also mentioned uh, a TED Talk uh, by a professor at Harvard um, School of Business, uh, a guy named Clay Christensen. Uh, brilliant guy. I'm going. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. It's a dry talk. Okay, you're going to get about eight minutes in. You're going to be like, Stephen, why did you recommend this? Just hang with it. It's really, really good. He's got a little, a uh, little dry humor in there, which, which kind of helps it out. Uh, but it's, it's just a good talk. And he ends up in a place that I did not expect him to end. Uh, he, I'm not going to tell you where he ended up, but he ended up in this kind of place of spirituality. Uh, which was really, really cool. Um, and you might not expect it necessarily from a professor at Harvard School of Business. Uh, and then lastly, I, I, I realized this week I was doing some evaluation of the podcast, just thinking about how I can do this podcast better. And, and I realized that 99.9% of the time I recommend a book. Uh, and it would probably take you all year just to recommend the number of books or just to read the number of books we've recommended so far. So I decided I'm going to try to be more intentional uh, about recommending other things that will make your life better. And one thing that's making my life better right now is an album that I'm listening to nonstop. Uh, I love this album so much. It's been, I think it, uh, it came out in 2016. Uh, it's by, uh, a band called Borns, B-O-R-N-S. Uh, I, I think it's pronounced Borns or it could be Bjorns, like a baby Bjorn. I don't know about that, but if you type in B-O-R-N-S in iTunes, you will find it. And the album is called Dopamine. 
Uh, and it is a killer album. Almost every single song uh, on the album is fantastic. I, I can press play at the beginning. Uh, a couple of my favorites are the songs Dopamine, uh, Past Lives. Past Lives has this really cool kind of 80s beat feel to it. Uh, and American Money and Electric Love. Um, I actually saw Bournes in concert, had no clue who they were. And it's really this guy, um, this guy who, who sings, uh, had no clue who they were. They were an opening band for the Lumineers. I went and mm-hmm. saw the Lumineers about a year and a half ago. And, you know, you're kind of waiting for Lumineers to come out. And this guy gets there and he kills it. And I looked at my wife. I was like, man, he's good, like crazy good. And uh, um, so that's my recommendation. Check out Dopamine by Bournes. It is killer. Brian, what about you? Yeah, well, I first have a book. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, man. That's what we do. (laughs) We do nothing else but read in our free times. Um, This is a book by author Gary Tobbs, uh, Mm -hmm. who um, originally, uh, well, let me give you the recommendation. The name of the book is Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It. Mm -hmm. Um, This was the one I read about 10 years ago when I needed to make a change um, and stay off meds. That was my goal. he wrote a book called Good Calories, Bad Calories, which is really kind of a textbook on mm-hmm. on calories um, and uh, how how they're not equal. Um, it's yeah. really interesting, actually. He walks through um, the late seventies, early eighties when exercise was taking a um, kind of taking a new stream in marketing and mm-hmm. money, um, and people were selling exercise that is also the marker of when calories were created. Um, Oh, that's so good. Yeah. It's really interesting how that gets paired together. Um, but he goes through that and then talks about diet and, um, what to track, what not to track, um, what's important, all that good stuff. So why we get fat, what to do about it by Gary Tobbs. Um, uh, this is, uh, kind of a nerdy geek recommendation, um, as well, but there's a little device you can plug into your car called automatic. Um, okay. Um, automatic tracks your distance, your efficiency, your gas mileage, all that sort of stuff in your car. So if you're really into tracking and counting things, um, it, it plugs into the little device uh, mm-hmm. on your car where they do the, uh, you know, $150 like diagnostic, diagnostic yeah, test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will actually produce the same codes. Um, so the device is like $150 uh-huh. one time. Um, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. generates the code. So if there's a problem, it will tell you the code for the problem before you ever take it in. That's um, nice. And I've, I've been able to avoid that extra fee <laughs> because I'm able to say, this is what's wrong. This is what I want you to fix um, and leave it at that. But it also tracks gas mileage and efficiency. So um, if you're really into tracking stuff uh, and yeah. just like to track weird things, uh, <laughs> that's a really cool device um, awesome. that I recommend. And then the last is kind of um, a request for a recommendation because mm-hmm. um, I'm looking for a new fitness app. Um, I mm-hmm. haven't used one in a while. Um, and what I have found is is when I stop uh, tracking detail of like workouts, yeah. um, my workouts become stagnant. Um, That's good. I, I fail to push myself in the same way as if I was keeping record detail um, so I've been looking at an app called Full Fitness App. I don't want one that has a monthly subscription. I don't want to subscribe. I don't mind paying yeah. five bucks. Um, I just need a spreadsheet that's easy. I can like plug in on my phone. Um, yeah. So kind of looking at that. But if somebody has a fitness app that you love, 
Um, that kind of fits that standard. It's just uh, a one-time, or maybe it's free, I don't care, uh, but it doesn't require subscriptions or additional purchases or all that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> I don't I want to stay away from that, but if you have one that you're using, I uh, certainly would love uh, for you to send that to me um, and let me know what, what you like, uh, what you don't like, um, and uh, uh, I'll probably check out Full Fitness um, here in the next week or two anyways. Yeah, so those are my recommendations and one request. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually a great uh, kind of segue uh, into something new that we're we're uh, trying on the show. You know, each week we give you our best recommendations on this week's topic, and we would love to hear from you and your best recommendations uh, for the listening audience and for ourselves. So uh, if you have any recommendations on uh, on measuring things, on measuring your life, whether it's a, a fitness tracker or uh, uh, techniques that you use to, to measure weight or are, are just your, your priorities in your life, uh, we would love uh, to hear those recommendations. So if you have any, please email email them to us at info at thisonegoodlife.com, and we very well may feature them uh, in next week's show. Yeah, well, that just about does it for this week's show. Um, so grateful that you all have chosen to join us for this podcast. Yeah, and as we close this week's show, uh, remember the words of William Yates. The world is full of magical things, patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. See you next week.